Welcome to today's show. I'm so excited to be back with you after a two-week break. I have got some great practical information for you today that you're going to be able to implement today, maybe even while you're listening to this podcast. So good. It's short. It's sweet. It gets right to the point, and I pray it is a blessing for you. Welcome here, friend. Let's go. Hey, if aging well is a core value, if growing older while remaining independent is a top priority for you, and if feeling your best, staying active, and infusing joy into your day are as important to you as they are to me, you're going to love this completely free resource that I have put together just for you. It is called the Age Reversal checklist and it cuts through all the fluff. It gives you at a glance how the healthiest and longest lived people on the planet eat and move. So what can you expect to gain by following through this checklist? You're going to increase your energy, decrease inflammation, improve your sleep, improve your mood. This is going to help balance your hormones while also reducing your risk of disease and all-cause mortality. And because I believe that mindset is absolutely everything, I've also incorporated six daily affirmations to connect your soul to the process of understanding who you are through the eyes of of the Lord. To claim this free resource, just go to lisalufitness.com forward slash checklist. You can also go down to the show notes and I've got the link there, but you can also go and just type it in lisalufitness.com forward slash checklist to get your free age reversal checklist. Go check it out. I am podcasting from my she shed today and you may have noticed I took a two week break. I needed the break for travel. I needed the break just to kind of regroup with some things that I was launching and it was just had my hands full, but I have missed it. I've missed you and I'm so happy to be back today. And I am podcasting from my she shed. It's maybe a little bit of a tinny sound (laughs) from in here, but let me tell you, it's a beautiful day. My shed is finished. The only thing left to do is uh, Randy, my husband's going to add a little porch to the front, which I can't wait. It's going to be the cutest little thing. And it's out in my garden area. It's so serene. And I have reclaimed some space just for me to get my work done and just to have some um, really just outside time. I can open the she shed doors and just and just enjoy the outdoors while I'm inside the she shed. It's just amazing. So anyway, but I wanted to bring um, a quick study to you today. This is just so interesting and I'm going to bring it home here at the end and tell you how you can have it stack and how you can make this work for you to increase your health and reduce your all-cause mortality. So a study that began tracking participants in 2005 revealed a 50 to 70 percent lower risk of premature all-cause mortality for those who crossed the 7,000 steps a day threshold compared to those who walked fewer than 7,000 steps a day. That's incredible. So 50 to 70% lower risk of premature all-cause mortality for those who crossed the 7,000 steps a day threshold. What does this mean for you? It means you need to be crossing the 7,000 steps a day threshold, right? If you want lower risk of premature all-cause mortality, 50 to 70% lower 
that's incredible. So we want to ideally aim for between 7,000 and 10,000 steps. But this is what I tell clients who are brand new, they're beginners or they're deconditioned or they haven't exercised in a long time. Let's say you walk right now and you track your steps and you're struggling to get 3,000 a day because you sit at a desk all day, you know, whatever, whatever the reason may be. For you to jump to 7,000 may be completely overwhelming. So it's important to understand this is the long game, right? We're not trying to get to any finish line by any time, uh, by any deadline. We've got the rest of our lives to make these changes. So add 500 steps a week till you get to that minimum of 7,000 and then see if you can bump it there. Okay, for further benefits, level one should be, or level one. When I say level one, I mean beginners. I'm just talking about the beginners or those of you who are just crazy busy and you're like, I'm not doing anything. I know I'm not getting 7,000 steps in a day. Well, you would be considered a beginner or level one, okay? You should be in zone two for 150 minutes a week. But guess what? You know what that looks like? It just looks like just over 20 minutes a day. And that can even be broken up into two 10-minute walks. So What is zone two? Well, before we say that, let me tell you this. Bonus points if you walk 15 to 20 minutes after each meal because that is fabulous for blood sugar balance. So I have to throw that in there. But what is zone two? Basically, your zones, so zone one I mentioned, that's basically your heart rate is under 100 beats per minute. You're not panting. You're just moseying. You're just strolling. It's it's where we all just kind of live our day to day. Zone two is more intentional. Zone two would be a very brisk walk or a very light jog or maybe on a treadmill being at a little bit of an incline, okay? So zone two is basically 70 to, uh, excuse me, 60 to 70% of your heart rate max. How do you get that? You're going to take 220 and you're going to subtract your age. And then you're going to multiply that number by 60%. And that same number by 70%, and that's going to give you your range. So I'll give you a for instance. For a 50-year-old person, 220 minus your age is 170. Multiplied by 60% is 102 beats per minute. Multiplied by 70% is 119 beats per minute. So for a 50-year-old to be in zone 2 cardio, their heart rate needs to be between 102 beats per minute and 119 beats per minute. So now that you understand that, let me go back and read that. For further benefits, you should be in zone two for 150 minutes a week. This looks like just over 20 minutes a day. And that can be broken up even into two 10-minute walks. So, okay, you may be thinking, oh, that's great for you, Lisa, but you don't understand my job. You don't understand my life. I'm running the kids or I'm running the grandkids. Let me help you habit stack this a little bit. So instead of compartmentalizing and thinking, okay, I've got to go get seven to 10,000 steps a day, and then I also have to brisk walk for, you know, 10 to, uh, 20 minutes a day, at least five days a week, if not seven. All right, so here's the thing. When you're brisk walking, you are getting in steps. And you're getting in steps just throughout the day anyway. Those one to two Uh, walks a day, whether you do a one 20-minute walk, maybe you walk for longer, that's icing on the cake, or maybe you break it in into smaller chunks, that also adds up to your steps. So keep that in mind. But I'm going to give you a pro tip. This is what I have done for years, and I love it. During your quiet time, so if you have a quiet time, I, I have a quiet time every single morning. I have to talk to the Lord first thing in the morning. If I want my day to not be in my flesh, but to be lived 
um, you know, with, with the heartbeat of the Lord in front of me to serve others and not just be self-serving because that is my flesh is to self-serve. Anyway, I need to, to put my day before the Lord. So quiet time for me, is, it's a core value for me. Um, so what I do and what I want to encourage you to do is during your quiet time, walk around. We're talking a mosey or a stroll. We're talking zone one here. Talk to the Lord while you're walking. It can be a brisk walk, but it can also just be a mosey or a stroll. You will rack up the steps. Here's the, This is so crazy because I've tracked this over time. During my quiet time in the morning, I get my body moving right away by doing my walk and talk with the Lord. Often it is just a mosey. Sometimes I'll walk briskly in my backyard, but it's mostly just strolling and talking to the Lord. This gets my blood flowing, and I often log between 1,500 and 3,000 steps by the time I'm done. So this really has more to do with how many people am I praying for, what's going on in my life, right? So how long my quiet time is. But before I ever get inside and sit down and open my Bible, because if I'm reading my Bible, I am typically sitting. But before I've done that, I have people to pray for. I'm praising the Lord. I'm worshiping Him. I'm, I'm thanking Him for all the blessings in my life. I don't need to sit down and do that. I can walk around the house and do that. What am I also doing? I'm also getting my steps in without thinking I need to be getting steps in. I have just noticed that I, by the time I'm sitting with my Bible, I've already gotten, you know, 1,500 to 3,000 steps in. So that's, you know, a little, a little less than a third of my own goal a day, which is 10,000 done by 6.30 a.m., How cool is that? So that's just a little tip, a little hack. If you already have a quiet time, instead of, you know, laying in bed for seven, eight, nine hours and then getting up in the morning and sitting down to a cup of coffee and read your newspaper, open your phone, even reading your Bible, sitting right after you've been laying, your lymph is not draining. Like even just that gentle walking, it's like a light detoxification first thing in the morning. Your joints are moving and so they're getting pliable and ready for the day. Again, that lymph is moving on out of the body. That stagnation that's just been sitting there, that fluid that's been sitting there during the night, it's able to start moving and you're starting to get your steps in. It's such a win-win. I love this tip and I have seen it help client after client after client reach wins. This just gives you a win. It's like, okay, I'm going to be praying anyway, or I'm going to be, you know, talking to the Lord anyway. Why not go ahead and move my body at the same time. So I hope that helps you. I hope that encourages you that you don't have to compartmentalize this exercise and to get these incredible benefits, you can stack them. It's all about habit stacking so that we can get the most bang for our buck when it comes to movement without taking a whole lot of time and thinking about it being all these different chunks during the day. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, be sure and share this with somebody that you think could benefit from it. I always appreciate that so much. Helps me get the word out to others and I will see you next time. If you are one of my coffee-loving besties, I've got some great news for you. So if you don't know, it is really important to know the source of your coffee. So coffee has amazing benefits. It's rich in antioxidants. It's grain for brain function. It's grain for cognition. It helps helps to scavenge free radicals and oxidants out of our body. Coffee has so many benefits. However, if your coffee is not sourced correctly, it likely has mold, mycotoxins, possibly glyphosate in it, 
just to name a few. So what you're doing is actually working against all those amazing benefits and you're loading your body with toxins. I guarantee if you go into your local grocery store and grab a bag of coffee off the shelves, you are not getting the kind of quality coffee that brings you all the many health benefits we hear from about coffee. So what I'm bringing you today is a company I so highly uh, respect because not only do they back everything by science, but every single study they do can be duplicated to get the same results or they don't put it out. This particular coffee has more than double the amount of antioxidants that blueberries do. It is organic. It is single source. It is free of pesticides, mold, and all of the junk we do not want in their coffee. It comes in regular and decaf and yes, it is delicious. It contains superior antioxidants, lowers inflammation, improves memory and cognition, and can even increase vitality and longevity. Those are some big words, and I stand behind them. This coffee is called Revive, and I want you to go check it out because what is so amazing is the way that the plants are grown, the soil they're grown in, and even the amount of sun that these plants get have a lot to do with how rich the beans are in antioxidants. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to lisalufitness.com forward slash coffee, and you're going to go grab this coffee. And when you get it, you're going to email me or come into my Instagram DM and tell me what you think, because I'm telling you, you're going to love it. And the longer you have it in your life, the more benefit you're going to get and the more in love you're going to fall with this product. lisalufitness.com forward slash coffee to grab your bag of antioxidant-rich, delicious coffee that you can trust. LisaLouFitness.com forward slash coffee.